You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. You are listening to this is Cruise Radio Rewind. Real reviews from real cruisers. Journalist, author, and consumer advocate Chris Elliott from Elliott.org joins us on the program today to tackle a hot-button topic, travel refunds. Welcome, Chris. Hey, thanks a lot for having me. Yeah, man. So your website, which is a great resource, by the way, Elliott.org, is entirely consumer-focused. So before we jump into these questions, what have you been hearing from travelers when it comes to asking about refunds? Well, what I'm hearing is that the travel companies don't want to give them any refunds. Um, you know, in, in its simplest form, uh, the, these companies are trying to conserve cash. Mm-hmm. They're not able to sell any future vacations, whether that's a cruise or a, an airline ticket or even a vacation rental. So what they're trying to do is persuade all, all of us to take credits instead of taking the refund to which we are often entitled how about when it comes to taking the refund or using the future travel credit? What are your thoughts there? The short answer is take the money. The long answer, though, is, look, there are a lot of companies, especially smaller companies that are suffering right now, some tour operators that if everyone asks for a refund, they're going to go under. And so you should probably be mindful of that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Travel agents are really, really suffering. So if you're dealing with a mom and pop operation and they say, look, could we do a a credit and maybe take this vacation later? It's something that you should think about. But at the same time, uh, you're not responsible for a company's finances. And there is a good chance that some of the companies that are out there right now are going to go out of business soon. And so you don't want to be the one holding a, a worthless credit. So my advice would be always take the cre- take the, the refund, don't take the credit. And if you want to book the vacation later, you can do it you know, using good old-fashioned money instead of using a voucher. In terms of recourse in using a credit or a debit card, is one better than the other? Yeah. If you pay by credit card, you're protected under the Fair Credit Billing Act. And that allows you to do things like dispute a charge within 90 days. It's something that I like to refer to as the nuclear option. But if an, an airline or a cruise line is not giving you the refund, especially when they promised you a refund, you can dispute the charge under the Fair Credit Billing Act. You can go to your bank or to your credit card company and you can get that money taken away from the company and put back into your account. Mark has a question about refunds. You can email your questions to Doug at cruiseradio.net. How long should I give the cruise line until I ask for a refund? We're going on six weeks now. Um, you, you should give them some time, but not a lot of time. Remember that the clock is ticking on that 90 days under the Fair Credit Billing Act. So you don't want to give them too long. The refunds have been usually taking place within a week to two weeks. So if it's been more than two weeks, certainly no more than a month, then you should consider going to your credit card company and saying, look, I got, I have a promise best to get that promise in writing, by the way. But if you have a promise in writing, that says, we're going to give you a refund. That can be a debit memo, or I should say a credit memo. So you can go back to your um, your uh, credit card company and say, they promised me a refund. It's been a month. 
they're not even responding right now. Uh, can you help? And then they can initiate a credit card dispute. And uh, if the, as long as you have a uh, an email or even a paper letter saying we're going to refund you, that's usually enough for them. You can get your money back. The cruise lines are disclosing on their website that it can take up to 90 days to get your refund. I mean, for Carnival Cruise Line, for instance, they're processing close to a million refunds. Um, so I could see there being a delay there. So if they're saying it could take 90 days, should you give them 90 days? Yeah, it's interesting that they say 90 days because that's the exact number that you you have under the Fair Credit Billing Act. Mm. Uh, and after that, your bank or your credit card company doesn't have to help you. They often will, but they don't have to. Um, I ran up against that number uh, with a, a cruise line. I was doing a story for the Washington Post. And I said, are you really telling people that it's going to take 90? Actually, they said 99 days, which was just like, why 99 days? <laughs> um, and they said, oh, yeah, no, we're just giving ourselves a little extra time. And then I circled back with the person who had asked me the question. And it turns out they had already received their refund. So the 90 days is um, it's nonsense, basically. You should be getting your money back much faster. Don't wait 90 days. Please don't wait 90 days because you're you're. Uh, removing one option, which is the credit card dispute, if you wait that long. So don't do that. Give them probably a week or two, maybe three weeks, but certainly no more than a month. And if they haven't done that, then it's time to talk to your bank. Next question, what steps can I take to expedite the refund process? It's always better to ask for a refund in writing and receive a response in writing. So uh, stay off the phone would be my first piece of advice. If you have a promise in writing, then it's much easier to take that and go back to the cruise line and say, you know, what? I got this email from you. You said you were going to uh, give me a refund within. Usually they'll say you'll have a refund within 20 days or 10 days or whatever. Um, and if that doesn't work, I do publish the names, numbers and email addresses of all of the executives, including the folks who are in charge of customer service on my consumer advocacy website. We are a 501c3. We're funded by reader donations. And uh, we, we have a, a research department that finds these executive email addresses. So you can go to my site, which is um, Elliot Advocacy. It's Elliot.org. That's spelled with two L's and two T's. So E-L-L-I-O-T-T dot O-R-G. And um, if you click on company contacts, you'll find the uh, executive email addresses and phone numbers for all of those people who are in charge. You can forward that email to an executive, and that often will speed things along. I want to set this next refund question up with a soundbite from Royal Caribbean's chairman, Richard Fain. We're doing a lot more of working from home, and um, we have a dramatic increase in the number of, of cancellations and refunds. So the volume simply exploded. A very nice system that worked for a volume of X doesn't work for a volume of 50 times X or whatever the number is. What he's saying seems logical. What are your thoughts, Chris? Um, I'm not surprised to hear uh, Fain saying that. Uh, what I would say is this is not your responsibility. Your responsibility um, or, or, you know, really, it's, it's not your credit card company. It's the cruise line needs to be doing this and they need to find a way of getting that money to you in an expeditious way, as promised. And uh, so all of these things that I'm hearing, these are just excuses. It's funny because when the money is going in the other direction, they find a way of making it happen in seconds, literally in seconds. So uh, making it go in the other direction is now taking 90 days. I think not. 
The cruise lines definitely have the money. I mean, they're able to be sustained until 2021 at this point with all the, the bonds and stuff they've received over the past few weeks. But it seems like it also could be a cash in, cash out kind of thing, like using new deposits to pay existing refunds. I mean, I don't know. Does that even make sense? Yeah, maybe. I don't know very much about the economics of uh, running cruise ship during the coronavirus crisis. To the point, though, why are we consumers being such pushovers? Why are we allowing the cruise lines to get away with this? Um, we we should be sitting here going, hey, you know what? It took them three seconds to withdraw $25,000 from my round-the-world cruise or whatever whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Why can't they deliver it back? And, you know, I'll give them twice the amount of time. I'll give them, you know, four seconds to do it. Right. It's just – it boggles the, the imagination that they would even that, – that we're – why are we – allowing them to get away with this uh, 90 days. Come on. You know, I feel outrage on behalf of all of your listeners who are having a hard time getting their uh, their refunds from the cruise lines because we're, you know, we're, we're, we're being real pushovers and just letting them get away with this. We should not be so nice about it. So you have a team of consumer advocates at Elliot.org. At what point could someone turn to one of your team members to get help? At any point, look, okay. if you've got a question about a cruise refund or a cruise or anything, really, you can go to the site. It's elliot.org forward slash help. And uh, our, I have a team of volunteers who are helping. Uh, we staff that 24-7. So there's someone there right now who will answer you. And, and we're, we're happy to do it. We don't charge anything. Um, and uh, like I said, we're, we're funded by donations. So if we're able to retrieve some money for you, please think about us and uh, – help fund the advocacy. With the cruise lines being flagged in other countries, they operate here in the U.S., but ships in Panama, Liberia, and such. Does the Fair Credit Billing Act still come into play? You know, I'm so glad that you mentioned this because I was on the phone with a congressman from Tennessee who will be who will remain nameless, who uh, had introduced a bill, uh, a companion bill to a Senate bill about uh, airline refunds. And they basically want the airlines to... Uh, refund tickets, whether they are refundable or not. And I asked him, why aren't you including the cruise lines in this? And uh, he said, well, I I don't know if uh, the cruise lines, if we have jurisdiction over the cruise lines. Well, in fact, Congressman, you do have jurisdiction over the cruise lines because they're doing business in the United States of America. And so you you are able to and, and, and to answer your question in a little bit of a roundabout way, that Fair Credit Billing Act applies to any transaction that happens in the United States. You are covered by that law, and you, you can, even if they're a foreign flagged vessel, it does not matter if they're flagged in Liberia or Somalia or, or Miami. It just doesn't matter. So don't let anyone tell you that maritime law is going to exclude the, the refund rules from, from being in effect. It's nonsense. It's just another smokescreen. Well, you briefly just touched on the airlines. Are you hearing similar stories? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm hearing that you know the airlines obviously do not want to give refunds, even when a refund is due. So if a flight is canceled, you are owed a full refund within one week. Um, and a lot of the airlines, instead of doing that, are telling people that they can have a, a voucher that's good for two years in violation of DOT rules. That's the Department of Transportation that says that you must refund a ticket within one week. Um, so you, yes, uh, that's, we're getting a lot of that. 
If your flight is canceled, you, you're owed an immediate refund. If you have to cancel, though, because your cruise is canceled, but the flight is still going on, then you do have to take a credit. So just to be clear, if your flight is actually canceled, you can get a cash refund. But if your cruise was canceled in July, but the flight is still going, it's only a credit. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Unfortunately, true. Journalist, author, and consumer advocate Chris Elliott of Elliott.org. We'll also link him up in the show notes at cruiseradio.net. Chris, it's been too long, my friend. Thanks for stopping by and let's catch up again soon. Yeah, no problem. Good to talk to you. Here to break this down a little bit further is staff writer Richard Sims. Hey, Richard. Hey, Doug. All right. So Royal Caribbean is saying 45 days. Norwegian and Carnival are both saying 90 days. What are you hearing out there? That people want their money back (laughs) and they are tired of waiting. You know, they uh, it's sort of like Chris was saying. It's amazing how when they want the money, they're able they're 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 right on it and say, you know, you have to have it now or we will cancel your cruise. But they're certainly taking their time doling it back out and people are you know you can look on the twitter feed for the various uh for the various cruise lines and really 90 percent of what you see is people saying hey i canceled you know three weeks ago i canceled five weeks ago where is my money it also looks like the federal maritime committee is doing a little bit of fact finding here on behalf of consumers concerning refunds yeah you know when you hear the words fact finding what that generally means is it's a fishing trip um, they're sort of trying to find out a little bit more information. Now, right now, the cruise lines are sort of on everybody's radar. You know, they're the they're the beat dog that everybody wants to get in and have a kick at because the government is looking into things, the federal organizations are looking into things, and in this case, they're trying to figure out um, are there enough rules in place regarding cruise line refunds that they're on the same level as, say, if you cancel a hotel or if you cancel an airline ticket, something like that. Uh, there aren't there don't seem to be as many rules in place or regulations really regarding the the cruise line industry when it comes to refunds. So we may see that changing. I don't think that's going to do anything for people who are waiting right now, but it could down the line mean that there's actually a firm set deadline and they can't, you know, they seem to right now be sort of making it up. Some of them are saying two weeks, some of them are saying 90 days. And we might see them come up with some regulations that say, yeah, you have to have your money back within this period or the cruise line has to pay a fee, that kind of thing. See, I know nothing about how the credit card space works, but what I do know is like what Chris said earlier and you just said, they'll take it out really quick, but it takes a while to refund you. And it makes you wonder, like, why are they taking so long? I mean, I'm I'm owed two grand. I'm not freaking out about it because I know I'm going to get it. But there are people out there really struggling. Yeah, it's, you know, I mean, but the, the, the tendency is to look at it and say that this is such an unprecedented situation. You know, I mean, just thousands and thousands of, of cruisers are being impacted. Hundreds of cruises. Every time they announce a new wave of cruises being canceled, all of those people have to make the decision between, you know, am I going to get a refund or am I going to do the future cruise credit? And from everything we've heard, it seems to be about 45 to 50 percent of people are opting for the actual refunds. So that is a lot of paperwork that has to be processed. The other thing that could be slowing things down is, like, for example, a lot of times when I book a cruise, 
I might put the deposit on my credit card, then I might use uh, gift cards for some of it, or I might have, you know, a future cruise credit that I'm using or a cruise next certificate. So that, that becomes a little bit of an issue because you have to track down all those different things. And then are they going to refund it in one fell swoop? Like, are they going to put all of that total back on your credit card, even though it didn't all come for your credit card? Or in some cases, they might be putting it back on the gift cards and you have to go and find those gift cards. Hopefully you didn't throw them away Mm -hmm. to, you know, to, to, to figure out exactly where your money is all going. So it is complicated. I don't know that it's 90 days worth of complicated. I mean, that is a good point, and we're all guilty of it, right? We use a gift card and toss it away, but in the case of upcoming travel, cruise lines, airlines, hotels, hold on to that gift card until you get back from your vacation, then chunk it if you want to. I've actually had that happen. I've had um, money that was refunded from some, for something put back on a gift card. And, you know, thank goodness I'm the kind of person who saves gift cards because I'm like – they're almost like a little souvenir. So I have like a mm-hmm. big stack of them. But I actually had to go through and because they could not tell me which, which card it was on, I had to go through and go on the website and enter each card's number in individually until I found the card that it had been refunded on. So that's a pain in the butt. Now – they are in some cases able to do it differently. For example, I had Alaska, um, I had an Alaska cruise booked on the Carnival Spirit for later this year, and that was canceled. And that was a situation where I had some on a credit card, some on a gift card, and um, I was dealing with a personal cruise consultant at Carnival who was wonderful, and actually went through and took the time to consolidate all of it so that it all went back to my credit card and I didn't have to go, you know, figure out where everything was. And if you've tossed your gift card, it's not the end of the world. It's just going to take a little bit longer to get that back to you. Exactly. Exactly. They will definitely figure it out, but it'll be it'll be a little harder. And, and you know, one thing I've definitely learned from all this is to keep track. You know, I have a notebook where as I'm planning my trip, I always write down, you know, oh, I've got this shore excursion and I want to plan this meal. Well, I have learned as a result of having a couple of cruises canceled over the last couple of months that it's also very smart to sort of write down the methods of payment that you're using because it'll make it a lot easier to track. And you don't want to just keep track of your cruise fare. But did you have shore excursions booked? Did you buy the drink package? Did you buy, you know, did you buy a dining package? And what form of payment did you use for all of those? You kind of just answered my next question, but you had it. You personally had a couple of cruises cancel. There's always the question, should I take the future cruise credit or the refund? Any suggestions on that? Well, I mean, it really depends on two things. It depends on how much faith you have in the cruise line that you've booked on. You know, um, if you have even the slightest inkling that, you know, maybe something bad is going to happen and they're going to file for bankruptcy or whatever, then I would definitely take the refund because you've got the money in hand as opposed to a future cruise credit, which if a cruise line, God forbid, goes under, you know, that cruise credit doesn't mean anything to you. I went with the cruise credit because it was worth more. I had two different cruises cancel. On on Norwegian, I got the 100% um, cruise credit plus another 25% of the total price paid also as a cruise credit. So I got 125% credit. That was too good for me to pass up. On Carnival, uh, I ended up going with the... uh, I also got the future cruise credit, but the way it worked there was... It wasn't 125%. It was just 100%. But they also are giving me, on the next cruise that I'm taking, $600 future uh, or $600 onboard credit, which was 
just, you know, a fantastic amount of money. My sister, on the other hand, was also going on this same uh, carnival cruise. She opted for the refund, and right now she's still waiting. I did talk to our personal cruise consultant who was able to sort of like nudge things along and said that she should get it, you know, in the next couple of weeks. But it's it's really kind of a, you know, you really have, everybody everybody has to kind of look in their own souls and make their own decision as to which way they want to go. But personally, if a cruise line is offering me, you know, 125%, I'm going to take the 125%. It's also worth exploring what cruise you want to rebook. I mean, because like, for instance, next year, Alaska is a little pricier than this year, but the Caribbean rates are about the same. Yeah, it is definitely worth looking into. I mean, I have had one cruise where... Um, the price is definitely significantly higher uh, to rebook than it would have been originally. Uh, when I looked at Alaska, they were right around the same for the most part. If I did the same, the same, the, uh, the, the big difference was that the same ship isn't sailing. So, for example, if you um, really wanted to sail a specific ship and that was the ship you were booked on, make sure that that same ship is doing the same itinerary next year if that's a deal breaker for you. And you know, that's that's sort of the thing all around is people have to sort of look at it and say, what's the deal breaker for me? What's the most important thing I'm going to get out of this? And then use that after you've compared prices, because that's a really good point is, um, you know, the cruise lines are going to be sailing with reduced capacity. And one of the ways that they're going to try and make that up is they're going to charge more. You know, it's the law of supply and demand. If there are fewer rooms available to people, then they are going to be able to charge more money for it. So even if you have 125% cruise credit, that may not cover the difference in price between the cruise that you originally had booked and the one you're looking at doing next year. So it's worth taking the time and doing a little research. But that's really true of almost anything cruise-related. Very true. Staff writer Richard Sims, thank you. Always glad to. And by the way, we have a lot of articles at cruiseradio.net on how to use a future cruise credit, how to redeem one, which one is better, and so on. We'll also link to Chris Elliott's website, elliott.org, in the show notes, because uh, if you're having trouble getting your refund, reaching out, you've reached that level of frustration. This could be good recourse. Chris has a consumer advocacy group around his website. So you have volunteers that are constantly fighting on behalf of the consumer. So yeah, just check them out if you are having issues. I know I'm I'm like on day 50 right now, I believe, of a refund. So I'm going to give it a little bit longer. um, And then I might reach out to them if nothing does happen. But we'll soon find out. I'll keep you posted on my refund status as well. I asked for it uh, in early April. With that said, we'll talk to you on Tuesday. Thank you so much for making us a part of your day. Protect yourself and your neighbors. Take care. During these difficult times for the travel industry, Cruise Radio stands behind the men and women who work so hard to bring our vacation dreams to life. From the captains and crew to travel agents, tour operators, vendors, and port employees, we offer a sincere thank you on behalf of the thousands of guests whose lives you impact each and every day. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.